Hey everyone, it's Julia, and you're listening to another episode of the Gray Area Consciousness Podcast. Welcome back to Gray Area Consciousness. I hope you guys all had a very wonderful weekend, but before we dive into episode 2, I just wanted to say thank you so much to each and every person who has listened to the podcast thus far and has sent me or left the sweetest messages and comments. It really warms my heart to know that what I'm sharing is actually helpful and being received well. You know, it's that's been my goal all along since starting this project, and I'm just really happy. <laughs> so thank you. Today's topic is all about communication. I'm sure everyone has heard in some form or another that communication is important. Why though? What does that exactly mean? Like, to just talk? Because you may be saying, I talk all the time. <laughs> yes, communicating is essentially talking. But there's a stark difference between communication and effective communication. To effectively communicate means that your thoughts, feelings, and ideas are being heard by the other person and then received and acted upon. It also means that you're able to do the same. This concept sounds fairly easy to follow, right? Well, I wouldn't necessarily say so. A lot of people struggle with communication in their lives, and there are a number of reasons for that. Let's explore further, shall we? There's this common belief that good communicators are simply great talkers. However, that really isn't the case. It's not about the quantity of words, but the quality of them. There are two extremes that you could say exist on the spectrum of communication. On one side is a person who may communicate too much, someone who can be loud, aggressive, stubborn, or inconsiderate. You know, they talk all over you and just cut you off completely mid-sentence, and they believe that whatever they say is Bible and it's the only thing that matters. It can almost feel like you're talking to a wall at times or that you're walking on eggshells. And then on the other side of things is a person who may communicate too little or not at all. This can be someone who bottles up their emotions. They would rather not deal with the situation at hand because they could feel insecure or judged, or they fear or dislike the possibility of conflict, or, you know, they're just in plain denial. Passive aggressiveness is also something that can manifest in this type of person. So... Let's take a second to imagine if these two extreme people were engaged in a conversation about something personal or sensitive to them. What do you think would happen? Well, there's a very high chance that nothing productive will arise from their interaction. If anything, they may throw in the towel prematurely and probably leave feeling really upset and frustrated. When we communicate with people, 
the idea and hope is to connect with one another and come to a mutual understanding or a course of action that would result in some sort of change or modified behavior, for instance. Communication allows us to express our wants and needs, establish boundaries, share information, ask questions, develop social relationships, and demonstrate social etiquette, etc. So when we communicate poorly or don't communicate enough, it leaves space for a lot of misunderstanding, negative emotions, and conflict that may very well could have been avoidable or prevented. When we're talking to someone, I think we all just desire to be acknowledged and understood. Especially when it comes to dealing with personal problems, difficult situations, or touchy subjects. It takes a certain level of vulnerability to be able to discuss these things. And within that vulnerability could lie a variety of blockages that may hinder effective communication and in turn just create or exasperate a problem. When people hold us accountable for something, it can feel like an attack when we're not ready to acknowledge how our behavior affects others. Our guard immediately goes up and we find ourselves in the position of wanting to just defend and refute what the other person is saying. Notice when your initial reaction to something you don't understand is to either attack or understand. If you choose to attack, why? Is it because you have a good reason? Or are you threatened by something you can't understand yet? The thing is, simple communication isn't an invitation for argument. Listening is absolutely necessary and is just as important as speaking. I believe that one of the main reasons why we have a hard time communicating is because we do not listen to understand, but we listen to respond or react. An integral part of communication is learning not to make assumptions. Assuming what someone means instead of asking for clarification is not only putting the responsibility to disprove your assumption onto the other person, which creates emotional labor, but it also causes unnecessary confusion. Your perception twists what you hear and see. Some people aren't even aware of their tonality and may express themselves uniquely, so when we respond, it is essential that we do so with intentions of understanding and listening. Don't be afraid to even ask questions if you need to. You can never understand something if you're understanding from the place of ego. Yes, good old ego. If you listen to episode 1 of the podcast, you would know what I think and how I feel about ego. Ego convinces us that it's our way or the highway, basically. It's a narrow and individualistic influence on thinking that is plagued by stubbornness, pride, resentment, anger, and self-importance. The reality of it all is this. Only our heart is capable of understanding with grace and compassion. We can never truly understand through our own self-made projections. That's why it's important to have a clear vision, and that's what's needed first. Naturally, every single person has a different communication style 
and remembering that can help us better prepare and communicate with each other more respectfully. Not everyone talks like you, thinks like you, acts like you, or even grew up like you. They're going to communicate to their level of self-awareness. To adjust, mitigate, and recenter yourself amid tense conversation or conflict is highly beneficial. The key to being less reactive is to find some quiet within by practicing to create a safe space where you can observe yourself, others, and the situation at hand, as well as invite open communication. Something to also take into consideration when it comes to effective communication is deciding when and why to have a difficult conversation. In tough or stressful situations, our emotions tend to run high, and therefore our brain struggles to distinguish between emotion and logic. Making informed decisions requires both. So when you're acting and deciding on matters based solely off emotions, it is usually impulsive and may bring about adverse consequences and regrets you couldn't even anticipate. It's wise to come into any type of communication with a level head, to think before speaking, and to have a clear shared objective. Everyone is entitled to their feelings, and those feelings can be discussed and conflicts can be resolved so long as there's love, compassion, and a mutual desire to understand one another. To find a common ground that offers a solution or compromise and breeds change and growth. Communication is about expressing a point, not about proving a point. So a situation devoid of blame can essentially bring balance and harmony. I believe that we can accomplish a great deal and work anything out through communication. Communication, as DJ Khaled would say, is a major key. (laughs) It has the power to build trust, prevent or resolve problems, provide clarity and direction, create better relationships, and promote positive change. Communication is not something that comes easy or improves overnight, but it is certainly something helpful to practice. I struggle with it myself, and it's something I've been actively working on improving every day through the help of therapy and my loved ones. I'm determined to grow and continue cultivating healthy, effective, and positive conversations and interactions with those around me. Why don't you join me in doing the same? And this concludes episode 2 of Gray Area Consciousness. I hope you enjoyed today's topic and learned something new or something valuable. Be sure to subscribe to Gray Area Consciousness on your preferred streaming services for more episodes like these, available on Spotify, SoundCloud, Anchor.fm, and other streaming services. Make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram at Gray Area Conscious Pod for posts and updates. Also, if you have any comments and suggestions, topics, or questions for future episodes, definitely send a DM. Until next time, Take care, stay safe, and be well.